Hello everybody, I'm Hannah. And I'm Kylie. And this is Back Up for Grabs. Today we're going to be talking about season three, episode two. Who's zooming who? We're not actually sure where this title comes from. We were just kind or the of answer to it. discussing. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine that it was during maybe the, the reward challenge. Yeah. Because I don't think it was relevant to the immunity challenge at all. No. And I don't know any other time that it would have popped up. And they're not using Zoom the technology, no. so. I don't think it's even invented yet. Probably not. <laughs> okay. You want to start with 15 second recaps? Sure, I can. And do you want to time it? Because I don't know where my phone is. It's fine. <laughs> Ready, set, go. We have some tribe life. Um, we have the reward challenge, which are huge logs that they have to carry and build this tower and Samburu wins. Then we get some more tribe dynamics and then it's an immunity challenge and it's drinking cow blood with milk and Samburu, unfortunately. Oh, that was a lot quicker than I thought. That felt like a, like a fast 15 seconds. Thank you. All right. Well, you ready? Uh Uh-huh. Go. First we have camp life and then we go to the reward challenge, which is the log staircase. Samburu wins and then some more camp life. Silas joins the old people. Um, Jesse is a useless slump. We have an immunity challenge. Uh, comes down to Kelly and Linda. Kelly loses, Linda wins, and then Jesse gets voted off. That was good. Thank you. It felt important to add that Jesse was a useless Yeah, you definitely slump. slipped that in there. Yeah, she just annoys me. I'm glad that she's gone because she didn't really do anything to warrant me disliking her yet, but I could tell if she carried on the way that she was that I would be so done. It would continue. Yeah. So we start off in the immediate aftermath of Buran having come back from Tribal the morning after. They're bummed out about it. Tribal's the worst. And we learn that Tom's vote against Clarence was actually planned. Yeah, so this is some top-tier passive-aggressive stuff. So, Lex is in his own interview, and he says that everybody was united on the decision to send... What was her name? Diane? Diane. Everyone was united on the decision to... I can't speak tonight. We're doing great. It's not even night yet. Everyone is united on the decision to send Diane home, but they also, as a group, made the decision that because they were not happy with... Clarence's actions. Yes, that he would be getting a vote cast against him, fully knowing that he had he wasn't going to get voted out, but just to Send basically scare him. <laughs> and the person that voted for him was Tom. Shocker. Um, and that seems to be a trend that keeps up this week, too. So I think Tom's just going to vote for Clarence until he's out. Which would make sense. We should also share a disclaimer that both of the pets are here. And both will make appearances. Captain's currently rolling around snorting on his back. And Elliot's staring at him, deciding if he should indulge this um, (laughs) form of playing. Maybe one day we'll be in a studio, but today is not not that day. day. No. (laughs) Um, And then we get some camp life in Samburu, and they're very evidently divided based on age in this tribe. Yeah, so it seems like Kim, Lindsay, and Brandon? Brendan. Brendan. Are kind of this young people's group, and then there's the four older people, plus Silas is kind of the middleman playing both teams, yeah. Frank particularly seems very annoyed with Brandon and Lindsay. Brendan. 
Yeah. Well, they're not really doing much in any of the footage that we see, so, like, I would kind of be annoyed, too. They're laying around, kind of laughing and giggling with each other, commenting on what the older people are doing in regards to, you know, building their camp and providing for them. Yeah. And I think... It seems like Kim wasn't lumped into where everyone's annoyed with her because she appears to at least have a better attitude, but she's still not doing that much either. (laughs) Mm -mm. But yeah, and then they get tree mail and we learn that the reward challenge will probably have an item that they're going to receive. Um, So Buran decides to have kind of a discussion about if they get to pick what they might go for, and they ultimately land on... Comfort. Blankets, and or like bedding, um, because they haven't been sleeping well. Samburu never discusses it that we saw see, but yeah. that sounds about right. Yeah. That Brian so. does everything right and then chokes. <laughs> it's it's so sad. Fair. Like, Hannah and I are rooting for Buran constantly during these, like, episodes. Mostly for Ethan and Kelly for me. You can add Lex in for me, but... Yes. But we won't. For me. For me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we get to the reward challenge and... I actually, I will say, Lex doesn't bother me yet. Okay. He hasn't done anything yet. Okay. I think he bugs me the most in season eight. That's fine. But that's enough where I'm like, he's just canceled. So no. Um, so you can't even hate me. This is exactly what you do. <laughs> <laughs> We're finally disagreeing on players. Um, but anyway, the reward challenge is... Like, hugely physical, and they have to take these logs, like, super heavy logs as a team um, through this, like, little obstacle course, and then lift them up into, like, their own pedestal, and then climb the log tower at the end. Pretty much both teams are neck and neck the entire time, until the very end, when Kim Kim trips on one of the last few, like, obstacles goes down, and that is just the opening that Samburu needs to win. So I have many issues with this. <laughs> um, so, f- I mean, first, like, throughout the challenge, it's mostly Ethan in front, and Hannah and I are, you know, fangirling. We love it. It's it's going They have kind of a good rotation. Like, yeah. They, they have... It was Ethan and mostly Clarence in front. Pretty much all around. I just think Baran, they strategize... They talk about things. They seem to like each other as a whole. And they just can't get it together. No. Whereas the other tribe really only has Silas in front, which is all you really need. It's shocking to me that they keep winning things. Yeah. Because I'm like, they're not cohesive. No. They don't like each other. No. They don't have... No. Strong dude. Like, why are they winning? And it's pretty much... I think it's because Buran's losing. It's not because Sam (laughs) Buran's winning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Buran keeps making dumb... And speaking of... Buran losing. So Ethan and Clarence are literally carrying this last log by themselves. Which fairly, it's much shorter than the initial ones. Yes. But them carrying it by themselves, they are still running faster than the girls on their tribe. Yeah. Highlighted by the fact that Kim tripped and pissed me off. I was not happy. Like, you at least see the other people, like Big Tom, you know, is running. Lex is sprinting ahead. And, like, some of the girls are, like, you know, trying to keep up behind. But, I mean, the fact that they have to keep up with two dudes carrying a heavy log, no. I, I, I have but minimal. But one's old, one hasn't drank water, apparently. True. We find out, and I think, I don't remember if Kelly was at the back with them. I'm assuming so. She seems the most, like, competent of yes. the chicks yes. that are there. I would, I would give her that. But, yeah, so Kim trips. 
And the whole thing is that they can't start climbing this log staircase they've built until everybody is within the, like, perimeter of the thing or whatever. Off the obstacle course. Mm Mm-hmm. And Kim trips on the obstacle course, so their whole team isn't off until I think Sam Bruce person is already halfway up the staircase. Right. And, and I mean, Kim did take responsibility. She was like, you know, owning up to her mistake and, you know, everybody seemed to be okay with it. And like, that's all nice and stuff, but like, no. Like, you ruined it for your tribe. And yes, it's only reward, but... It's about morale right now. You know, you just came back from tribal the other night. You're not winning very many things right now. So it'd be nice to have a a cohesive winning tribe. Yeah. And I think it really does suck for Kim because if anyone had tripped at any other point during the challenge, it would not have been a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. So it is unfortunate that just how it worked out, Mm -hmm. she effed them over in the whole Mm -hmm. thing. Um, but I mean, I think it's also worth consideration that she's pretty much the oldest one there. Mm -hmm. She's definitely the least athletic. And I don't know. I think if she wasn't, I mean, she didn't get voted off tonight. That's who I would have voted. That's who I would have voted. Even though Jessie hasn't drank any water. She still contributes more, in she's, my opinion. Yeah, I don't think she's been enough of a waste, more of a waste of yeah. space. Than she's Jim not has. the weakest link. Although, granted, we don't know 100% what's going on at Camp True. Life. And I, Kim seems like the type of person that's likely working her butt off, whereas we know Jesse's not. So That's fair. Do you want to give your food and water to someone who messes it up sometimes, but at least tries? Or someone who Well, Jesse's not there? eating my food and water anyway, so. <laughs> I, yeah. So we go back to camp. Kim takes ownership of, I'm sorry, it was my, what'd she say? She's like, it was my turn to screw it up or something. Which is, no. It's a little overly deprecating where you can, I feel like she's just doing it so that everyone else knows that she feels bad. Yeah, or maybe, you know, don't screw up. Everybody doesn't need one of those. That's when we find out that Jessie hasn't drank anything. Yeah, she thinks that the water is gross, which I mean, Hannah and I don't disagree that their water source is not gross, but Boran's water source is way better than Sam Brew's water source. Jesse lets us know that the water tastes like tar, which um, is unfortunate, mm-hmm. but, you know. You need to drink it. You're in the African bush. Yeah. Did you think it would be Gatorade? <laughs> <laughs> and Ethan was trying to be, like, so sweet and supportive. He was like, oh, like, do you think if you eat anything, like, that'll help you? It'll, like, get your taste buds back? She's like, no. He was like, okay, well, I was just trying to help. Meanwhile, the camera operators are really interested in whatever's going on on her mouth. Oh, it's gross. <laughs> but anyway, so then, then we, we kind of go to Samburu. Yeah. And the older squad is now putting into place recruiting Silas onto their section instead of having four, four, old, young. They want their four strong plus Silas and then have the three who they consider very weak young people. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe physically they are, but, like, not significantly, you know? Like, in like in other seasons, like, old people and young people, like, they each have their strengths and weaknesses. But, like, I feel like everybody on their tribe contributes enough that in challenges we haven't seen a weakest link. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And I think 
the success of the quote older people more has to do with the fact that there's four of them and like three of the young guys Mm -hmm. and then silas is obviously really strong so yeah if you're comparing the two like sub teams or whatever it would appear that the older ones are more physically capable but i think that's just because there's but there's also more men on that section too instead of just Brandon on... And he's not, like, particularly... No. ...buff either. But he's not weak, I wouldn't say. Yeah. But I think... Well, isn't it... It's Frank that said that, right? Mm-hmm. Among other people. I think Frank's also just super frustrated by their lack of participation in camp life. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, I can't blame them. Or blame Frank for that. Because yeah. it would bother me, hey. too, if they were constantly just sitting around and watching camp life go on and then take you know, part in it after the fact. So yeah, they're like recruiting Silas on their little adventure to go get water. And when they come back, the younger people are like super upset. They're like, I don't know. They they just seemed very petty when they came back. Yeah. So Lindsay clocks that something seems, I don't know what she said, but off, mm-hmm. different with Silas. Lindsay. So yeah, she's walking to go pee, basically, or, like, under the guise of going pee, Mm. so that she can kind of eavesdrop on Frank and Silas Mm -hmm. talking. Silas sees her approaching. And Frank Frank just running his mouth. does not bother to lower his voice at all. And to be fair, he's not talking about her, but he is talking about the younger Kim, Brandon, the the other two people that she's... But Silas was basically like, dude, you need to be careful about talking when people are around you like they might overhear you and frank just you know it goes over his head frank doesn't seem to care at all um and then Lindsay approaches silas after that and basically is like what's your deal silas very sloppily tells her that he's definitely with them and yeah. she doesn't have anything to worry about and, and kind of like frank is the next to go and she, he kind of like he's like trust me yeah i th- he brushes the whole thing off i think a little bit too much but Lindsay's also stupid. She, Because Silas is like, do you trust me? And Lindsay goes, I don't know. Do you trust me? It's like, that's not the question to no. ask the person who's obviously going to tell you yes. Right. Yeah, I don't. But I don't think I've really liked Lindsay thus far. I think she's just kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, and confronting that situation head on, probably not the way to do it. Yeah. I think how I would have approached that is by going to Linda and Teresa and trying to do the girl gang angle. Because... Well, I mean, she went to Teresa, and Teresa was like, yeah, we have an alliance. Because <laughs> Teresa's also not the brightest, and she was like, yeah, she came up to me, and I just said yes. <laughs> I was like, why are you doing? I think Teresa's really sweet. I don't enjoy her voice. And I think she works really hard. Okay. And she seems, like, active enough to be able to keep up with other people, so that's promising. For now. Or, like, more so than... Kim, Mm -hmm. at this point. Silas asks Frank if he's sure that Linda's good with the plan. And Frank lets him know that she's so solid she's buried in the bottom of Hoover Dam. I don't enjoy that. So moving on. (laughs) We, um... Oh, I will say one more thing because it adds to my current dislike of Lindsay. Um, When she was kind of done investigating the situation after Silas came back, she was like... Where was it? She thought she came out on a camping trip with a bunch of friends and that this was all just going to be a happy time. Yeah, I'm not sure what camping trip you have to send a video applying to it to go on knowing that only one person comes out with a million dollars. 
Does that, have you been on a camping trip like that? I have not. Okay. Were you on a camping trip like that? You know, it was close to that. Okay. What happened was that there was no game. Mm. No one got any money and Mm. no one voted anyone else out. Interesting. But other than that, it was exactly the same. Okay. Glad we settled that. (laughs) Um, So yeah, immunity challenge is next. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a food challenge. Food challenges are Kylie's favorite. I don't. I think this is as close as we're gonna get. To I think so too. A food challenge, and I this did enjoy it. And it so. was more like a shot challenge <laughs> than anything else. Um, it was very culturally based to mm-hmm. like the tribes in Africa. Um, they brought out this cow, and which the tribes were told consider to be sacred. Yes, and they you know had tested the cow ahead of time. It's a safe cow. Um, blood's totally clean. Exactly. Very pure. So then they stab it, and Jeff is, you know, collecting cow blood in this little urn. Just a prick in its neck, which is apparently standard practice. Yeah. And then Jeff said, okay, I'm good. Thank you so much. And they clean up the cow and let it walk away while they, you know, keep the rope on it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Jeff's like, okay, so now I'm going to mix this with some milk, and you're all going to take shots. So everybody kind of lines up, um... Bran has an extra, so Lex goes first and last. Pretty much no problems. With yeah, everybody the seems to be doing it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think that the texture is easy to get down, mm-hmm. and that it doesn't taste horrible. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't think like, I haven't tried anyone else's blood, obviously, but like when I get blood in my mouth, you know, blood's there, but it's not necessarily like bad tasting. Like it's just yeah. really metallic-y. So I, I feel wonder like it if could that's be the same. thick, though. You know, like. Yeah. That's the only thing that I would have an issue with, I think. Maybe, but, like, the milk helps with that. And he, yeah. he said it was still warm. Yeah. And plus, I mean, it it's... They were large shots, I will say that, but still, it's not that much. Mm-hmm. And I think with that, it's easy enough to just kind of not smell it and knock it back and you're good. Mm-hmm. It's not... You're not... With food challenges, you're, not you're like, sips. crunching yeah. and... Ugh, I, it's kind of a one and done instead of, okay, this is going to take me at least, you know, 30 seconds to do. Right. And I don't think what they were drinking provided as many potential texture issues. Because mm-hmm. even though you know it's blood, it probably goes down more or less like a smoothie would. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's thick or just... Yeah. Juice if it wasn't. Right. So even after everybody takes their shot and Lex you know, takes the additional one at the end, there's still a tie because nobody refused to take it. So each team gets to pick which contestant from the other team will be doing the final round. And they Uh, don't know what the final round is. Yeah. I think they assume it's just going to be more shots. Yeah. So Samburu picks Kelly from Baran. Mm-hmm. And Baran picks Linda from Samburu. And I do have an issue with Linda because Linda did not drink the entirety of the shots she spills a lot when she drinks got a lot down her face and And down into her chest yeah and And in future like seasons and stuff if you drop even like a little chunk of food jeff says yeah you need to eat that too so like and i know this is liquid and it's a little bit more difficult but i was bothered also just because i probably wanted baran to win but yeah anyway they both seem to be fine yeah doing it yeah no one's squeamish no i think kelly I don't know if her throat locked up or something, but she paused for literally a second. Mm-hmm. And, and that was enough going. that Linda needed to... Yeah, she didn't even take the cup away. No. But you saw her, like, try to catch some that was falling out, 
and it just... But apparently she didn't do that, because Linda drops some that falls out, and that's not an issue. Linda dumps, like, half on the ground. <laughs> Ugh. So, yeah. Linda wins. Kelly not... felt bad. Kelly felt really bad, and I think... I really appreciated what she said about it, which was basically, like, I did my best. Like, I wasn't worried about it. I didn't think I was going to lose. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't have a problem while I was drinking it. I just wasn't... Yeah. Basically couldn't open or throw it enough to just yeah. dump it down. So this was a larger glass. Well, Jeff oh, calls yeah. it a larger shot, but it was a glass. Like, a small glass. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was just Probably, like, eight ounces, I would guess. Maybe 12. Yeah. And it was just the blood. Yeah, so no milk is mixed in, and it's not, you have to finish it, it's whoever does it fastest. Yeah. So, and Kelly did finish it, which I actually, I respect respect for. Yeah. And at the end, she literally took, like, a huge, like, swig of it, and I was like, why didn't you just do that earlier? But I mean, it still takes time to get it down. It's just, I wanted Baran to win. Yeah, me too. So. So Samburu wins. Yeah, they get immunity for the second time. Um, Baran goes to Tribal. There's not a ton of discussion pre-trial, tri- nope, tribal, mm-hmm. who they're going to vote out. There's, Ethan and Tom talk a little bit. Yeah, there's talks of, like, Clarence's name is thrown around a little bit. Um, Big Tom kind of mentions the girls being weaker than Sam Baru's girls. Mm-hmm. Kelly and Kim's name both come out because Kim with the whole trip on the reward challenge and Kelly with the... And then Jesse with not being able to drink water able willing interesting word choice yeah um and so we get into tribal kind of have a normal discussion Uh and except jeff then is savage and says let's talk about people who feel like they might be in trouble kim (laughs) and kim didn't really address her falling as much as she did with the tribe privately yeah uh then he calls on kelly and she's basically like yeah, it sucks. Like, mm-hmm. And she essentially said the same thing, which is that she felt completely capable and fine doing it, and it just was a speed problem. Right. And, but ultimately, Jesse is voted out with four votes, I think, or five? We've only read four. I think we can assume it was five, though. Okay, yeah, um, if we only read four, there was five, because at the end, Clarence only got two votes. And I think Big Tom's just sticking with his... Yeah. So Big Tom voted for Clarence, and obviously Jesse voted for Clarence, but the rest were for Jesse. Jesse ends up going home. So... Who would you have voted out? I think Kim on this one. I agree. But I don't want to, like... I think given what we saw, it would have been Kim. But if I had known more about what was going on at camp, that could have shifted to Jesse. Yeah. But it was one of those two. Because at Tribal... Jeff does ask Jesse. He's like, how are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm doing better now. So, like, that made me think that she's now, you know, drinking, now eating, whatever. Like, if she's actually taking care of herself and she's not going to be a weak link now, then she wouldn't have been my vote. But if she was still as sick as the footage that we saw, then maybe. But we all know that what Kim did in the immunity challenge pissed me off enough that that is an easy vote for me. Yeah. I just see it as if Kim's waking up early and she's going to the watering hole and she's making breakfast for people and she's carrying things and she's whatever and Jesse sits there and then Jesse's still slow in the challenge and Kim happens to trip when it's mm-hmm. a bad time to do that. I see I that. Co- I could go either way. Yeah, I see that. And I think it really hinges on what happens at camp. That's and fair. we didn't see enough of that. 
Yeah. Really. Nor do we have enough time. No. These early seasons where there's two challenges and, like, camp life and all that squeezed yeah. into an hour, it's hard to get everything. But, yeah, I guess we both pick him. And you have to have enough time for those, like, nature shots. You mm, know? Right. Well, I do like the giraffes and the lions that we see. So. Sometimes some insects. Sometimes just mm. the sun rising or setting. Very beautiful. On the horizon. I yeah. love Africa. Okay, so should we move into favorite quote? Yeah. Do you have one? I do. Mine was from pretty early on in the episode, Clarence was explaining to us what tribal council is. He says, going to tribal council is like going to hell for 45 minutes. We did both laugh at that one. Um, mine was from Kelly toward the end. She said, I couldn't chug beer in college and I can't chug blood out here. And I feel bad for her because she really did do... She did try. Pretty well, yeah. honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Chugging blood. I'm. She did well enough that I'm surprised the other tribe went with her mm-hmm. as like the most squeamish. Yeah, that's not who we would have picked. Okay, so now we're going to jump into our listener voicemail from this week. This is from my buddy, Emma. Um, we were good friends in college and she's been a Survivor fan longer than I have. So she's um, re-watching with us and going to give us some insight on a couple of different features of this episode. Sweet. Hi, my name is Emma and I have been a Survivor since the very beginning. Um, I remember watching season one with my family. Um, so, and I have loved every season since in this episode. I would have voted out Jesse. It's hard to, hard to say because it didn't seem like there was a lot going on in this episode um other than just its staples that every episode has um but I would have voted out Jessie because if she can't keep herself hydrated to be able to participate and be a team player then it forces everybody else to work hard and so if I were there I would have to pick up someone else's slack and tire myself out which would require more water which is already hard to come by. And so I just feel like it would have been an inconvenience to me to do that. And so one less person who isn't working around but still requires all of the things to survive, that would benefit my game. It's only episode two, so it's a little hard to actually know who all the people are. But I really like Boran. They have some of my favorite players from this season on it and they seem like from what we were able to see that they were actually playing the survivor game they were doing the strategy they were talking to each other and forming alliances and going off and talking in pairs and um, had that kind of classic survivor feel to it and we didn't really see that so much in the other one Um, they just kind of worked and built their camp from what we saw so I like Bran my favorite contestant this season Mm. Just based on these two episodes, I don't know if I can really pick between Lex and Ethan. Um, They're the two that stand out as the ones really playing the game. Lex is playing the social game. He is the one that they they said everybody is friends with Lex. He's playing both sides. Um, And I think that is very revolutionary at this point in the history of Survivor. And so I think that he showed what that social aspect of playing Survivor can be. And Ethan was playing more of the mind strategic game 
um, he was able to recognize that, yeah, there's a lot of paranoia, especially when people go off talking. You got to know, are they talking about you and what are you going to do about it? And to be able to recognize that and then be able to work with your alliance to make sure that you are safe. Um, And we saw he did that. But overall this season, I think between those two, it is so close to tell. But I would say probably Lex, just because he was doing such a strong social game in such an early part of the Survivor history. My favorite part of this episode um, was watching the reward challenge. It had more of that like classic Survivor feel in how the challenge was run in that it was physical. It also had slight puzzle. I mean, you could have put your poles in in a wrong order and not made a staircase um, I, if you weren't paying attention to do that. But I liked having to see everybody work together at one point uh, versus in the immunity challenge, they, they kind of did have to work together, but it was more individual that one person could let down the team. So I think that may have done better as an individual challenge later on in the season, but I liked the the reward challenge the best um, because they really had to work together and strategize and figure out how are we going to get all of our people here together when not everybody runs as fast as a professional soccer player. So I liked it. It was, it was a good season. It's still laying the foundation for the rest of the season, but good episode. Okay, thanks, Emma. So we were not going to vote out Jesse, but I do. I do think she made some good points. She did, particularly <laughs> that Jesse is the most inconvenient for the other people. Personally, I loved that probably. quote from you, Emma. <laughs> and and I mean, we would have voted out Jesse if we had more, you know, footage and yeah. And I had said, I think. Maybe it was just while we were watching it, but I said if we would have had more time to see Jessie or like if she would have stuck around past this vote, she seems to be the type that would end up on my nerves all the time. So it's probably better that she just got cut off now. Yeah. But I was also on the fence. That's fair. We recorded the whole part of this episode before we even listened to the voicemail, so we weren't trying to... Yeah, we didn't even know what you were going to say, but I am (laughs) so happy that you recognized both Lex and Ethan as your favorite people, because same, Emma, same. (laughs) Um, I'm not a Lex fan, I'm not really shy about saying that, but I did tell Kylie earlier, I think Lex hasn't gotten to a point yet where he's irritating me, and he is very heavily featured in these, this early part of the season. And, I mean, that'll continue for the whole season. But mm-hmm. um, he's more, I don't, he, you can tell he's one of the only crafty people who's really, like, trying to strategize, but he's not being slimy or shady yet, I don't think. Even if that's how other people, like, perhaps Ethan might perceive <laughs> some of his moves right now. <laughs> yeah, but I did like how you broke it down of how Lex is kind of doing the social game and then Ethan's kind of the strategizer. Mm-hmm. Like, those were two good, and those are my two favorites, so... We also agree that Baran is the superior tribe. Mostly because we like the people on Baran. And Emma qualified it by being like, well, it's early in the season. We don't care. Nope. Baran. Still Baran only. <laughs> always. Forever. Simbaru can just, you know, lose every challenge and I wouldn't be upset. I would actually prefer it. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then it was interesting that you liked the reward challenge over the immunity challenge. I mean, more so because personally I loved the food type challenges, but 
I, I see what she was saying, though, that I think that challenge was so much more Physical. individual and not yeah. team-oriented. Even yeah. though, like, the only aspect of it that was a team is that you were divided into teams. And, and if cheering one, for them. And if one person flunked, yeah. it affected you. I guess I just wanted more from the reward challenge. Like, either show the obstacles or make it, like, more difficult add another component to it because it was just like okay carry this log and then make a ladder yeah and i think the more grueling physical challenges can be kind of tricky probably for the film crew to like get an interesting angle on because it's Mm -hmm. like and then they ran (laughs) and then they put the log in the staircase and then did you see them run again they ran because they did yeah but i do get that as a concept it was a nice survivor Yeah. yeah and it felt like because everybody has to be over the line and stuff, you can't have someone just kind of sitting out and yeah, being the makes, worst. Makes sense. Thanks, Emma. Thank you, Emma. <laughs> All right. You birthdays. Ready for birthdays? On August 14th, happy birthday to Kathy Sleckman from season 16 and Liz Markham from season 32. You remember Kathy? She quit. There are several Kathy's. Or so. um, fans be favorites, she quit. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Okay, there's no birthdays on August 15th. On August 16th, happy birthday to John Fincher from season 19, Jacqueline Schultz and Keith Nail from season 29, Keith Nail also from season 31, and Joaquin Superbiel, maybe, hmm. from season 30. I remember liking Jacqueline. I don't really remember that season That's fair. period, though. Once you get past, like, 22 for me, hmm. it's kind of dark until, like, the 30s. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, August 17th, happy birthday to Sue Hawk from season one. Woohoo! And Mia Galeo Talonza from season nine. All these people with fancy last names are in Leo season. <laughs> uh, August 18th, happy birthday to Sylvia Kwan from season 14 and Elizabeth Beisel from season 39. Oh, interesting. I forgot about her. Um... No birthdays on August 19th, but on August 20th, happy birthday to Bobby Mason from season 12, Sean Rector from season 4, and Brett LaBelle from season 33. Yay. Okay, I think that about wraps us. So I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thanks for listening to Back Up for Grabs. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to podcasts. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Back Up for Grabs. Or you can email us at backupforgrabspod at gmail.com. With your voicemails. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Hi, guys.